This is Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys of the past, present, and future. My name's Jason. This is episode number 32. Joining me tonight from IGrewUpStarWars.com, OT Curmudgeon Tom. Hello, Tom. Hello, Jason. How are you? Been a while. It has been a while. I think we've heard more episodes of Ryan's podcast than we have <laughs> of ours lately. Oh, there's another one coming, too. You haven't been introduced yet. Wait your turn. Um... It has been a while. Um, we kind of took a little summer, late summer break. But uh, how, how how did the summer treat you? Good, good. I got a bunch of stuff and things and other stuff and things. How was your uh, trip to the uh, Ewok Village? <laughs> good, good. Yeah, it was uh, it was a uh, it was a lesson in patience and cooperation, wasn't it, Ryan? <laughs> and for the listeners, where did you go again? Uh, Ryan and I and a bunch of other swell folks from Sarlacc went down to the Redwood Forest to look for Ewoks, and boy, did we find some. But I'll have uh, Ryan chime in more about that when he is introduced. But a great time was had by all, for sure. Okay. Also joining us tonight, he's back from Germany from JediBusiness.com, Chris B. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> when you say that quick, it crispy. sounds like crispy. Crispy. I know, I kind of do that on purpose. Oh. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Chris, Chris, we haven't talked to you in a very long time. Have you even been on any episodes this year yet? <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of weird because we, we all hung out like several times after I got back, but we just haven't done right. a show. Yeah. Right. As someone mentioned um, on our Facebook page, scrolling down, as Chris Height said on our Facebook page, is Chris B back from carbon freezing? <laughs> Looks like you are. Did you have a good trip? Yeah, it was good. And it was long. It was and like two months or something. And yeah. did, Were you able to recover your vintage uh, Star Wars toys? Uh, for the most part. Part. I, you know, I realized that most, actually, not all of them, but a good chunk of them was gone. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I still have my Falcon and my Rebel Transport and um, a lot of other bigger ships as well. But mostly my mini rigs were gone, which I was really sad about. So I've been trying to oh. kind of pick those up again over the last few. Did, did your mom throw them out? No, actually, I thought I think I threw them out myself uh, like oh. five, six years ago. Oh, yeah. really? Just Not that even, recently? Yeah, it's just it was <laughs> just one of those impulse things where I felt at the time that you know I'm not focusing on vintage anymore, and to ship everything over here, you, you know, I can pick up the stuff easier here. I didn't really have that nostalgia feeling at the time, you know. And then, uh, as you guys know, we had the ice ice event. And it was just kind of heavily focused on vintage somehow, and it's, it just all brought back like memories and stuff. And yeah, kind of thought I'm gonna focus more on vintage, and now I go back, and a lot of the stuff was gone. But you know, 
I made it's the all good. same mistake, Chris, so I can't blame you. And I can't lambaste you either. But, you know, I still have a bunch of stuff. I mean, I still got my Y-Wing and, um, you know, the Ewok Village, and I broke two of the taps off, which, you know, the, 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 the basic platform has two taps, and it was kind of really difficult to take it apart. So I got the ADAT, um, the ATST is still here, so... My snow speeder is still here, which still has the electronics working. So, and uh, I've been restoring my Imperial troop transporter, and that's coming along quite nicely. So I still have a bunch of vintage stuff. It's just not, not everything that I used to have. I heard. Hey, Chris, can you hear, hit one of the buttons for us? Hit three uh, PO there <laughs> on your troop transport, would you? Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to work though. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Let's see. <laughs> what? Uh, it needs a little bit more work there, Chris. What is the dad? The com- on the on the on the counter commercial? Doesn't the dad go? Did he really say that? And then the kid goes, "Oh, dad." You guys know what I'm talking does. about. Yeah. 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 This time, C three PO thirty years that returned on Quaaludes. Uh, yeah. So I've been trying to restore it, and actually, when I finished opening it and i moved the motor back and forth a little and i redid the whole plastic um the plastic band that's in there um it worked really well but i haven't touched it in like a week and and now it seems like it's going back maybe, to its original state maybe the motor's freezing up or something i think that's what it is yeah yeah so got to oil it or something be so, fun to hear that in its original capacity yeah it actually worked just fine like a week ago so, and now that I, you know, pull it back from the shelf to have some snippets here on the show, it doesn't work. And that wasn't too bad. It was just decent. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Better. when you got blasted by the Jawas. Well, I did press on the blaster thing and then R2 came on, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, it's been a long summer, but I'm glad to be back, so. All right. Okay, also, from Benham to the Black Series, vintage to modern, he collects them all, our good friend Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey. I hear... Nothing, uh, just doing a podcast there, buddy. Just doing a podcast. You were uh, at the Rancho Obi-Wan? Yep, I was down there for the the yearly gala, as it is now. Mm, They've already already planned for next year's being in October. Oh, wow, that's cool. You were there last year as well, right, for the World Record Night? We did the podcast on that one. Yep, yep, I met Dave Filoni at that one. Yeah, that's right. So uh, how did it go this year? It was a lot of fun. Uh, We had a nice group of uh, Sarlacc people who went down. It was uh, a smaller attendance this year, but it kind of made it more fun. It didn't feel as crowded there. And uh, we just all had a really good time. Uh, we did get to see that new Job of the Hut um, that Steve was talking about on his Facebook page. If anybody's mm-hmm. seen that, and uh, uh, you know, it looked better in person than some of the pictures. I will say that it was much bigger in person. Uh, we we got to have a belly dancer entertain us too in front of Job of the Hut. Uh, but then the next day, uh, some of us got to go back and just kind of roam the uh, museum by ourselves. Uh, well, the upper people were like in a uh, a meeting of some sort, and so we just kind of got to to roam through and take a look at things, go behind the shelves and everything. We had a lot of fun with that. Okay, cool. And uh, as Tom said earlier, um, you were also on the trip to the Redwood Forest. 
Yeah, um, absolutely. We had, I think it was nine of us total went down. We did a nice camping trip over a week. We took our uh, Ewoks from the newly formed Ewoks Builders Club uh, down, and we put them all over the place. We met a park ranger who loved our Ewoks, posed with them, took us out on kind of a almost, I wouldn't say private look at something because we had tons of people around us. Mm. But um, it was really cool. He was excited to see us and actually posted a picture of our Ewoks on the Facebook uh, Redwoods page. Yeah. yeah, that got a ton of hits too. That was pretty good. Those, those Ewoks that you guys built were amazing. They just looked so great. Uh, they were, they did. They looked, they came out cooler than I think some of us. What, what's, what's the Facebook page where people can can find the Ewok builders so they can check those out? Uh, it's just Ewok Builders Club on Facebook. Yep. Okay, if you're listening and you're on Facebook, go find it because it's really cool. I uh, did want to say this, but uh, I'm currently – I'm the only member right now, but I'm working on a uh, Dianoga Builders Club. <laughs> okay. it's, uh, more, more, more on that later, but uh, it's, going, it's going real good. That's good. Yeah, That's good. very exciting. <laughs> and also, Ryan, uh, we, had a contest, we had a contest last episode. Well, why don't you explain that? So we had a contest uh, that I announced – was that in our last show? I forget. Yep, it was our last show. <laughs> And uh, we put up a, a post for people to uh, post their favorite uh, would you rather for Tom to – would he rather do something than uh, than to play with the, the giant uh, – or to buy the giant <laughs> – What? Uh, you better <laughs> rephrase your wording here, bud. To, to buy the, the hero X-Wing, sorry. And uh, we, had, we had several entries. Um, honestly, I, I don't remember all of the, the the entries in there because I can't find them at this point. But we did have a winner, winner I chose, which was Jay McDowell. Jay's a funny guy. He does a uh, comic strip for me over at, from Forlom to Zuckus, so that's awesome. Jason, who's that talking? I don't know. Sounds like somebody who's so impatient to, to get so you hear, hear that segue? Let's try it again. Jason, who, who, who was that just talking? That would be Jake from Forlomkis.com. From forelom to zuckus.com. Take your pick. They both Zuck, get suck to, in the forelom. They both get net. to the website. <laughs> hey, Jake. Well, hello there. What's up, Jakey? What's going on, gentlemen? What's going on, buddy? I think what we need to do is uh, <laughs> edit out a lot of these long, awkward pauses. How have you been, Jake? Doing excellent. Doing excellent. Had a, had a good summer, but I'm ready for fall to start, for Star Wars Rebels to start, and figures are already started leaking, so I'm a happy guy. Jake, you were going to be designated to mention we had a um, 20th anniversary party for Sarlacc. We did. We had a we had a pretty good gala this summer. Um, so Sarlacc, of course, uh, Seattle collecting group that we've uh, is celebrating our 20th anniversary this year so we decided to plan a little summer uh end of summer uh event kind of not quite as big as the uh huge ice event that went on last labor day but it was around the same time and it involved some of the same um collections and hosts but so yeah we had a three-day event as all you gentlemen know but so it's mostly for your listeners um it started on a Friday where Jason opened up his awesome brand newly displayed collection in your uh, new place, which was amazing. So um, a lot of Sarlacc members showed up, plus also some uh, 
cool folks from out of town. It was always good to see Arnie and Marjorie from Star Wars Action News were there, as well as That's past right. – uh, what's that? Star Wars Action News um, came and inspected the Galaxy of Toys uh, broadcasting center. <laughs> what think, did, and their thoughts were they kept them to themselves of course oh okay <laughs> no it was fun i was glad so i was drunk. very glad to have them see the collection no it was amazing uh it was amazing and for those who uh haven't seen jason's collection which is probably a lot of people um you've got some awesome rooms he's got an entire modern room it's all four walls Tom all four yes <laughs> tom actually started to melt when he walked in but uh <laughs> I uh, I hung out mostly in front of the Atari twenty six hundred in the vintage room, and lost. <laughs> oh, and lost. What did we play? We played. Uh, uh, what did we play, Chris? Um, that a magic game. What's it called? Uh, I don't know. Um, Demon attack. Demon attack. That's right. Oh, that's a great game. Yep. He yeah. he whipped me, man. It was it was pathetic. I thought I still had some. Uh, uh, 2600 magic left but there there is none <laughs> that old magic is gone tom <laughs> jason how many it figures would appear yes what jake how many figures do you think you have in your modern room displayed oh good question i have no idea because there is close to being there's a for not including eu figures there's probably close to most movie-based in Clone Wars figures, yes. right? Nearly every figure loose is displayed in some way. Plus a, yeah, bunch, it, plus a bunch of carded figures. You're keeping up with... Um, you're pretty much one-to-one with what's come out. I, right, don't collect Jason, e- I don't collect EU figures for the most part. Oh, okay. So there's that. <laughs> and yeah. and I thought about maybe going back to get some, but then I realized how expensive most of them are now. Like, oh, what are we talking? Yeah. All of those comic packs. Not yeah. all of them, but most of them really go for a lot of go for a lot more than other modern figures for whatever reason now they were like 40 to 50 a pop yeah that's not the comic packs that's for figure in the comic pack so if you're going to start collecting the comic packs it's kind of too late to get in i think damn i was just going to start collecting them (laughs) Uh, that's what you're talking about tom yeah yeah that's funny. I do have a few EU figures, but not many. It's a great display. You got them set them up. Thanks. You have them set up by uh, film, of course, but you mm-hmm. also will let the fans know you do have Power of the Force on its own little shrine. Yes, I have. Power like, of the Force 2, of course. I think I have 10, 10 shelves dedicated to Power of the Force 2. Beautifully displayed. <laughs> great line. Yeah, it, um, it does look great. Uh, it's, uh, it's definitely a display to be proud of. <laughs> Did you hear the sincerity in my voice? <laughs> oh, oh. oh, so that was a Friday night. Then Saturday morning, we did some pretty epic toy runs around the area. Um, hey, Jake, so- Jake, you missed something that was Friday night. Oh, yeah. I totally missed <laughs> my thing. Uh, we put together the... Um, a great, uh, great, a, uh, great game. That, I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Again, more sarcasm from the loser. Um, we put it's together. <laughs> I had. Oh, go ahead, Jake. Paint, paint the picture, and I'll piss all over it here. Just go ahead. <laughs> so uh, it was the uh, Star Inquisitor. So I put together a Jeopardy game of Star Wars trivia of all sorts, everything from collect um, collecting to movies to behind the scenes actors, so on and so forth. And we uh, established, I don't know about four or five teams um i think it was four yeah, teams, it was right it was four more teams. or less four teams yeah mm-hmm. okay and it was a jeopardy format and so we 
tried to follow those rules, although it's kind of difficult to remember what those are after a couple beers. But um, Gus Lopez's team uh, reigned supreme. Um, Ryan, your team came in a close second, you and Matt Fox. and uh, You guys would have won, though. Like You guys just gambled too much, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. if we had not risked so much in that first round, I, I think we would have done better. But we, we went for broke. Like We bet everything the first round. Right. And then um, yeah, we, we took a lot of risks on questions to begin with. And Gus then we Lo- got a little, a little smarter. But Gus Lopez did really it was really right on, really on his game for that first He's round. Quite the trivia oh, yeah. master. Um, yeah, yeah. Tom's team, Tom, your team had like negative thirty five yeah, thousand points. We came, <laughs> we, came, we came in, we came in fifth <laughs> out of four teams. I think the dog that lived down the street came in fourth. We came in fifth. Well, I, my team kept. My keep you know, my team Tom, kept a, a disassembling and and doing other yeah, stuff. So yeah. that's, that's right. Blame it on your team. Yeah. We well, did I didn't have a to, team. <laughs> we tried to randomly select teams by having them draw out of a hat, but Tom's team really did draw draw like all OT fans, and so any of the new prequel trilogy stuff is really just was, <laughs> a great. I should have just absorbed myself into Ryan's team. That probably would have been better. Uh. But, you know, originally Gus and I were talking about uh, doing a team together, so I guess yeah, no. probably could have didn't happen. <laughs> um, and then Ryan and um, supplied the trophies for the evening's winners, um, and the uh, Aquatic Akbar went to Gus's team, which I think last time we were at Boba Cabana, it was proudly displayed next to was it the Emperor's Cane? What's on uh, Gus's mantle there? There's oh, some... it's, it's next to the Tauntaun maquette, isn't it? Oh, that's right. Yes. So it are you, has. Wow. Jake, Jake huh. are, you, yeah. are you telling me something that was in my house is now in Gus Lopez's house? Absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. On the mantle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the second place uh, prize went to, of course, Ryan's team, and uh, that was the Lonely Lobot. So it was uh, Ryan painted up some. Uh, ac- Vintage action figures and put them on uh, old school trophies from like bowling league or something. Um, and Tom did not take his prize home, but instead, <laughs> I think last time I saw Tom's loser <laughs> trophy <laughs> was in Jason's vintage room, and that That's was right. the uh, talking dancing Jar Jar from. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll take it back and uh, I've got some lighter fluid Tom, here. Time you need to come over to my house and pick up your trophy. It is in the vintage room. <laughs> do we still? have an area? Do you That's have a burn there. barrel in the uh, backyard, Jason? No, no, you don't. Well, I'll get you one and then we'll we'll take care of that trophy. Um. So yeah, that was uh, that up on the Facebook page. <laughs> Marjorie from Star Wars Action would love it. So yeah, that was a pretty epic time on Friday night. Saturday night, like I said, was a big toy run around the area. We went from we went we traveled quite a ways, and a lot of people found some cool stuff, especially at the uh, toy stable, which is a pretty awesome toy store here in Washington. Um, then the evening took us back to or took us to Boba Cabana, where. Uh, Gus put on a fantastic um, uh, party where people took tours of the collection, and we all just kind of chatted and barbecued and stuff. And some brave souls, because it was such a nice time, uh, nice weather out in that weekend, uh, actually slept outside on uh, Gus's, what do you call it, deck, I guess, roof deck. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, so that was awesome. And then Sunday, 
we met back at the Boba Cabana, or some of us did, for breakfast. And then and we headed over to Ryan. Breakfast and? Oh, that's right. Of course, what you have to do when you're eating breakfast um, uh, and you're trying to be vintage, you put on the Droids and Ewoks show. So Saturday morning cartoons. I thought maybe you were going with what Philippe did to the Ewok. Uh, speaking of Philippe, he, he turned he turned to the TV when Droids was on and said, yes. this is horrible. <laughs> what is this crap here on the television? Oh. Yeah, that's, that that's, that's the best French accent I could come up with. That was pretty bad. He's going to be royally it's, offended. I know. I guarantee he does not <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> Um, then we headed over to Ryan's place, or a lot of us did, for a tour of his, uh, what is it, IL-69? IL-6? What? 60, what? what IL-69. IL-11C. Oh, 11C. <laughs> What's up with that, Jake? Jake, we don't have those kinds of toys here, okay? Well, I, I, I couldn't tell. You have too many toys in your, not too many, you have so many, um, can yeah, I go Ryan now? Ryan has an amazing collection. Ryan, what's the figure? Maybe 30,000 on display? No, 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 not 30,000. It may be up to about 14,000 now, but I haven't done yeah. a count. So it's, like, it's, population, it's the population of Rhode Island in plastic. <laughs> it's like take, take all the figures I have, multiply it by 20 or more, and then you've got what Ryan's got out. It's oh, yeah. amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing. It's a, yes, Ryan has, um, expertly decorated his two-story apartment in floor-to-ceiling Star Wars. It's amazing. Expertly? I think I just crammed it all in there, isn't it? (laughs) No, you have to be an expert to get that many in the way you have, because it's awesome. Um, What I really liked, and I hadn't realized you'd done this, because did you have this at your old place, but your character cabinets? Yeah, I've always done that. Did you do it the same way? Because I don't remember that, because that was awesome. When I first started kind of collecting, I had put a couple of two-by-fours I hung up, up on the wall, and I'd put the dolls in the back and then the three-and-three-quarter-inch in front of them and always have done kind of that character set. And it's usually it's by movie, and then I try to do an order of release of the figure. So I've kind of always done that, and so that's why I keep going on with that. Yeah, it's awesome. Ryan has just these um, square uh, cubbies, more or less, where each is filled with a different character, and like every generation, every plastic form, whether it's 12 inch or Lego or you know Hasbro, it's it's awesome the way they all match and coordinate. Um, yeah, there's so yeah. a um, sorry for interrupting, but if you guys want to see uh, some pictures of Ryan's collection, you can go to uh, Jedi Business and go to the articles page and just look for Ryan Bizey's Star Wars collection. There's a pretty thorough photo gallery of Ryan's stuff there. That's awesome. And you just redid that page, didn't you? Because it looks great. Yeah, just a few months ago. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> so after Ryan's, we head over to the uh, Empire Strikes Bach, and that would be the uh, famous Lauren Bach collection. Um, he has another house, which is just fantastically um, populated with so much Star Wars. And we're talking modern and vintage, but it's fun because I think uh, Amy... Uh, said it best, Amy from Cosmos uh, Collectibles, Collecting Cosmos. um, Whatever we call it this week. (laughs) From our other show, um, she said it's a house that truly invokes the love of collecting, and it's not necessarily the value of everything. Because you go around Lauren's basement, and he'll have like 
two glass light R2s just thumbtacked to the wall next glass to, lite. you know, glass lite. Oh, that's right. I forgot my education. Um, next to, you know, power the force carded coins, um, to pop up saber droids from, you know, the droids line. I mean, it's just, it, it is just all out there and there's no, you know, it's, it's not, He's not out there with his display cases and his, you know, Protex and everything else. It's just he is, loves it. He puts it up on the wall, and it looks amazing. It's uh, unlike any other place because a lot of us would cut somebody for one thing on his wall. He has <laughs> 400 of it. I know. Every figure I'm missing is just hanging there, just dangling. <laughs> Learn box collection drives collectors to murder one of them. Just dangling there. <laughs> But yeah, so that was the end All of the right. weekend. Uh, Lauren Box ended it out, but it was an awesome celebration of 20 years of it was Seattle fun. Sarlacc. Yep. Being a collector in Seattle is a lot of fun. Yeah. What else can you say? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, let's uh, move on to uh, what uh, has been happening in the last month or two since we talked last uh, some toys have shown up in the stores. Some we're still waiting for. I'm going to start with the Command series. These are the Star Wars Army Men. And I bought three packs of them, the three cheaper packs, because I just want the figures. I don't want all those vehicles and whatever else they're packing with them. I don't like all that stuff. I got to say, these little figures are really great. Um, really like the uh, sculpting. They're much sturdier than I imagined. I thought they'd feel flimsier, but they're pretty nice. Jake, you were the first one in the group, I think, to find these or actually, or to buy them at least. Um, you like them still? Yeah, and I think like you, I bought four sets and I, a couple $5, a couple mm-hmm. $10, because I wanted a sampling. You know, I wanted to check it out. Like you, I don't want the whole series. I'm actually good probably with what I have, just having those first few sets. And yes, they are uh, more reminiscent of the, in 80s, they made uh, a little sturdier, you know, different alien characters and glow-in-the-dark characters. And they were a hardier type than the average um, green army man. So that was what I I really liked about them, but also their sculpts are really nice. I mean, some of them that really stand out are the scout troopers. Um, I really enjoyed the tie pilot, uh, the rebels, the new rebels gang are pretty awesome. So yeah, I, I, I enjoy them a lot. And, uh, the one thing I enjoyed the most is that the Imperial commander that they have in one of the sets, um, actually comes with, uh, an Hasbro Stormtrooper blaster, which I thought was really cool. Like, when, I'm sorry, try again. Not Hasbro, but a Kenner Stormtrooper three and three quarter blaster. That's the gun that they chose to sculpt in this figure's hand, which is really cool because that design, of course, was a Kenner design since it wasn't real film accurate. But it is showing up now on Hasbro toys, which I thought was really cool. So that was an added bonus for anyone that's a fan of the vintage line. So, yeah, I like them. I'm probably done with them. I know that Toys R Us is going to come out with a huge, like, 99-piece set, and that's not something, you know, I'm not going to army build or anything with these. But, yeah, I, I think they're fun. Uh, Chris, have you picked up any of these? No. No, I looked at them, but mm. uh, it's just not for me. No. Um, I was surprised, though. Like, they're much bigger than I thought and much more detailed. 
but yeah, it's just not for me. And I, you know, the uh, the comparison to the the Green Army Man, I don't know if it's quite justified because they're so much more expensive, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but you know, I mean, they're sculpted nicely. If they were painted, uh-huh. maybe they'd be a little bit different for me. Yeah. Um, but just because they're you know gray in color, like some white, I guess. Um, you know, it just doesn't appeal to me. Do you think these are um? moving like are do you think these are moving off the shelf or sticking around i think they're moving yeah yeah i i think i think they are um although i still think that they're going to be gone by the time episode seven comes out mm-hmm. um but yeah i i think they're moving uh ryan have you collected any of these uh i have one i bought it from jake that's all i have an ewok oh, okay is that <laughs> are you going to pick up any more or is that it eventually you know the the one downfall to having done so many trips as i haven't had as much money this month to spend Mm -hmm. so uh, i've been pretty much avoiding things like this so in the coming months i'll probably uh buy a few of them but uh i decided it was more fun to you know go camping and go to rancho obi-wan than to buy Mm -hmm. some army men for right now okay um tom uh, I think I've said this before with you guys when we saw my uh this is just 35 years too late okay army men would have been awesome when i was seven yeah. Um no one plays with these things. These kids aren't these kids of today are not playing with these toys. So <laughs> I don't know who's buying them to be honest with you. You guys, uh, I guess. Jake guys, is guys in their late 30s and early 40s. Yeah. That's like the yeah. <laughs> That's like the 2014 Fighter Pods version, you know? Yeah. Something that's there, it's kind of cheaper. Yeah. Budget. I like budget, you know? I like no, the de- the detail is amazing and the characters that they selected and the toys and the little the larger ships and stuff. But once again, I mean, it's why I like these better. Yeah. I like these better than the fighter pods. Um I'm kind of tired of the cutesy looking things. Kind of tired. I just it's kind of it's kind of just getting tired, I think. So. If any of uh, our listeners have children who actually have these and uh, actually wanted these <laughs> after seeing them, uh, post yeah. some pictures on Galaxy of Toys podcast. Of kids and, uh, playing with we'll, them. Yeah, we'll we'll see yeah. how that goes. <laughs> I'm just saying that we're probably not going to get many. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is just another line, like you like you had mentioned. Um, it is the fighter pod, and before that, it was, or during that time, was the Angry Birds. And these are just those usually lines that run for about two years, and then Hasbro thinks of something else that can kind of fill that kid void in the toy aisle. Because these are all kind of, you know, they they might not be cutie like the fighter pods are, the Angry Birds. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little more realistic, but I think it's still that same. These probably have a two-year max lifespan. Yeah, you're probably right, but I think I, I'm. I think these are way cooler. Because you don't like Kitty. <laughs> Ryan's well, going to be talking I'm about these kidding. on his it's, his podcast in about two years from now. <laughs> it's not that I hate the Kitty, the the cutesy Kitty-looking stuff. I'm just kind of sick of it. It's it's just kind of everything's been done Kitty and cutesy, and it's kind of getting tired. I think so. It's good to see more realistic-looking sculpts and. Uh, Less caricatures, I think. This isn't. This is Star Wars, kids. This is not. <laughs> this is not Care Bears. Yeah, yeah. There's a crossover that would just make me throw myself out a window. He walks as Care Bears, and I'm still better. That than... wouldn't be bad. Yeah. I have plans for that. Care I've been buying vintage beater uh, Ewoks because I was going to paint 
Star Wars. What are you doing to vintage Ewoks, Jake? No, no, no. You, you guys are the ones that make life-size ones. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> that never happened. Good point, Jake. I'll say that. Very good point. We were very clean with our Ewoks on the trip. Um, the next item on the list uh, is something I'm, I know we're not all going to agree about. And that is the <laughs> Hero X-Wing, <laughs> giant X-Wing that sells anywhere from 40 to $45 at Target, Toys R Us. I don't know if they're anywhere else. I got to say, I bought the Hero X-Wing. I think I said I, on another show that I was going to buy it. I did. And I think it's really great. I'm really happy with it. I think it looks uh, looks really nice. It's uh, it's actually fun to um, you know play with. It's just fun. It's a fun toy, and uh, I hope they make a Tie Fighter to go along with it. Did you throw it off the deck yet? No, I and I was gonna maybe let Tom throw it off the deck, but I didn't. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But I didn't. I didn't. I just didn't think it would. I didn't think it was quite sturdy enough. I didn't want to destroy it because I actually do like it. Maybe when it goes on clearance, we we can do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll have you a know fleet going when they go on clearance. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you see at least two or three in every store you go into. Am I the only person who's purchased one of these? Well, I've seen people online who bought them. I actually saw somebody who did a mod <laughs> yeah. who, who did one and painted it all up a little bit better and, and modded the whole thing out to look even better. But uh, The yeah. mod, uh, yeah, well, a mod's Tom, not going to help Tom, you. You need articulation. You need uh, a X-Wing that... Uh, has the wings go into an X formation? I I had it out at our, at the uh, twenty. I saw it. Party. What you, you so you saw it in person? What? Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. Chris. Forty bucks. Forty bucks, huh? Chris, what do you think of it? Um, did you keep your receipt? I think you know the uh, <laughs> the size is really impressive, you know, but uh, the fact that the wings don't open. I mean, we talked about this already mm-hmm, before, and mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it, it's. I think it's a horrible toy. You know, <laughs> it doesn't matter how you turn it. It looks cool. Chris is back, everybody. As soon as you, as soon as you take it out of the box and you want to start playing with it, you can't. You can't open you the can. wings. You can't open the cockpit. Um, it doesn't make any noises. It's called imagination. I <laughs> know. Uh, it's got a landing gear. You can move up and down. Jake, what do you think? I was super underwhelmed. <laughs> I was when I saw yours. I I thought maybe it could be cool, but then I saw yours and it was bad. And then we started <laughs> we started comparing the R2 dome to scales, either six or three and three quarter, and it doesn't work e- at either one. So no, no, it's you know I was underwhelmed. That's all. Ryan, are you gonna are you gonna pick one of these up? You know, I want to pick one up eventually. Unlike Chris, when I saw yours, there, there's something I like about it. It it's like it's a, no, I'm not gonna go there. Okay, so it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was setting myself up for something to say there. Okay, no, I, it's it, it's kind of cool. I mean, it could be so much cooler, yes, but I wouldn't mind getting one just because it's so big. Uh, but I'm not paying 40 bucks for it. I, you know, when they announced it, they said 30 bucks. I was like, oh, 30 dollars is okay. I saw it at the store at 40 bucks. I'm like, I can't justify 40 bucks for that. Um, so when they go on clearance, I'll buy one. But uh, it, it'll be a little while for me. Okay, it's a good toy. I think it was a bold move for them to try something like that to make uh, that large X-wing. Well, you see, the thing is though, like the Falcon looks good, you mm-hmm. know, and, and if they're gonna do a Tie Fighter. That'll work. I hope they do a Tie Fighter. You know, well, it's I, gonna all be—they're all gonna be out of scale. I'll tell you that much I just, right now. I, I'm thinking if this X-wing doesn't sell, 
the chances of them doing an, a TIE fighter probably isn't going to be very high. Well, have they no, sold, like, what, three in the U.S. or what? <laughs> one of them to me, and no. they've got one saved for you, and that's probably about it. <laughs> I mean, have you, have you guys ever walked into I, – I usually see this at Target. Have you guys walked in and seen an empty spot where one should be? Um, yeah, that's the thought. <laughs> I, I always walk in, I see two sitting on the shelf. Every Target I go in, uh, you could probably run your finger along the top and you get a little dust off of them. Uh, these these mm-hmm. are – TJ Maxx, Ross. <laughs> year from now, they year. show. If I'll, buy, I'll buy another one if they show up at TJ Maxx oh, or Ross. Why? One, why they're one huge. to let Tom throw off the deck? Uh, yeah, right. there you go. <laughs> I think you're gonna see. Uh, I think you're gonna see. Uh, oh God, you should mute this one. <laughs> this. I think you're gonna in about two years. You're gonna see homeless structures built with these X wings. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Lean to X Wing. Yeah, okay. X Wing lean to props. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Moving along. <laughs> Moving along. Also, let's see. The Hasbro Black Series three and three quarter inch waves continue to kind of slowly make their way to shelves. Um, wave four, I have seen in. Toys R Us a couple of times, and also a, some of the figures from it in, in a Target. That's the wave with the uh, Dagobah Luke and uh, the Snowtrooper Commander and the rest of the gang. I'm not going to name them all off. We've talked about them before. But um, Wave 5, I don't think, has hit retail yet. Um, Jake, what do, you, what do you know? Chris, I think Chris stumbled across it, yeah? Mm-hmm. A couple of days ago. Oh, you yeah. did? Mm-hmm. Fred Meyer. But, Fred Meyer? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to start uh, stopping by there on my way home. We get to go to Fred Meyer again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so Wave 5 has been spotted. Just That's recently. Reese, yeah. right? Reese and... Um... Yeah, Reese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reese, the new Vader, um, the Skiff yeah. Guard, and Wedge. Okay, and the new Vader is the Revenge of the Sith Vader. You have that and one. They were all like, and they were all like 50% off, too. Wow. That, no, I'm, um, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, crap, I'm just going to go Fred Meyer right now. Jake, you were able to get me that Wave 5 Vader, the Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I grabbed a case off an it's, online. It, it's awesome. I I didn't think I'd ever want another Darth Vader. I figured I had enough Darth Vader figures, but I really like it. It's really cool. He yeah, looks it's been great. Getting, it's been getting pretty good reviews mm-hmm. universally, I think, online from people who they, care about that thing. They <laughs> You know, I'm I'm kind of tired of the Revenge of the Sith Vader um, photos being used and on, on merchandise and stuff. I'm kind of tired of that look. But for an action figure, they really hadn't nailed it until now. They 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 really nailed the look of the Revenge of the Sith Vader. You know, I looked at yours, Jason, when I was over there because I still don't have this yet. Hmm. But that that helmet is dead on. Yeah. It really good i was you know every three and three quarter inch vader it's like oh it's almost there it's kind of there they nailed it on that one that's the best sculpt for a three and three quarter inch vader i've ever seen mm-hmm. yeah chris anything to add about the uh the black the, these last two waves of the black series uh no i mean vader does look good mm-hmm. i agree with ryan on that the, the helmet makes it basically jake yeah we've i think we've talked about uh wave four in pretty good detail with luke's yeah. arms are always right. a little buggy but um, <laughs> Snowtrooper Commander is my mine. His hands fall practically right off. But uh, with the last wave, um, 
I think my standout was I, I acknowledge Vader's awesome, but I really like the skiff guard. I'm really a sucker for brand new figures and we've never had that. Brock Starsher is the character's name. So that was the first time for him in plastic, which was uh my highlight. Out does of that it list one. his name on the packaging? It does not. That's so strange. Well, because it has that whole weird, you know, people think it's one figure when it's really not because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of good reference film or reference footage even in the film or in the Jabba's Palace. So mm-hmm. um yeah, so that ended up being Brock Starsher though was the one that they created. But they just skipped all the drama and said Jabba's skiff guard. Oh. Which is a smart move. Okay. That's how Tom would have done it. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. No, he would have said, you know, <laughs> Mr. Dome Man or Blackhead. Sarlacc meet number four. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. Um, also uh, appearing on shelves, as we talked last, the Black Series 6-inch speeder bike and Jabba the Hutt. I know, Ryan and Chris, you both got the San Diego Comic-Con edition of Jabba. Which is really cool, but the uh, standard version just comes with Jabba all by himself. Nothing else really. Um, I got that version. I took the cardboard that he was boxed with and painted it to look like his uh, his throne. So mine looks, a, I think, a little better than it would have without it. But uh, overall, I'm happy with the Jabba. Um, I do kind of wish I would have got the uh, Comic Con version, but uh, it just wasn't wasn't in it. I just one was enough. Um, and then there's also the six inch speeder bike. Which is really nice. Um, Tom, when you were over, did you get a chance to see these two? Yeah, yeah. I saw the ones that you had, and uh-huh. both of them are pretty cool. Yeah. N- yeah, I'm bad. digging that speeder bike. It looks just really awesome, and they mm-hmm. nailed the Jabba, too. So mm-hmm. nothing bad you can say about those. Those are definitely pretty awesome pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on these two? Um, no, I mean, they're great. I mean, the uh, the single-box Jabba the Hut, I think, is, you know, a pretty big letdown from from a selling point of view. I mean, you, you know, just Jabba in the box. Um, the box just looks empty, you know, mm-hmm. to me. I mean, the, the figure itself is is great and everything, but it's just missing something. So I really hope that at some point they're going to go ahead and release a, you know, some sort of da- dais or yeah. some sort of throne. Yeah. You know, I think one of the things that people don't talk about a lot is that the uh, San Diego Comic Con version actually came with a railing, right? Uh huh. Um, and that actually is uh, one of these accessories, which you know, that almost is worth it for me to get because you know I kind of want to have a Jabba the Hutt set up as I know the way you remember from the movie, which was him sitting on the throne basically all the time. So, but if you know, if Hasbro at some point goes ahead and sells it um, individually, which I really don't know how they would go ahead and do that because I don't think they've ever done something like that where they just sell an accessory basically by itself without any kind of figure included. Um, but yeah, I mean, that I really would like to see. And, you know, sent new comic conversion is really, really nice in the box, but it still doesn't make up for the lack of days, you know? Yeah. To me, at least. And so, yeah. you know, when I saw the, uh, the single box job of the hut at the store for $40, I felt, I mean, it just, the box just looks really empty, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, these were out, uh, I think I think I got mine like maybe a month ago, maybe a month and a half and a half ago. I saw them out in the stores like for a couple of days and they've been gone. I haven't seen any stores restocking these. Uh, have you noticed? Have you seen these out in the stores anymore? Or? 
I have. I've seen a Java you have? for a while. Yeah, this week, yeah. So they're still shipping these then? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're still shipping. Okay. This week, my local Toys R Us put out a whole case. Oh, okay. Speed up bikes and Jabba's. That's cool. Uh, Jake, um, you, you're not doing all of these six-inch figures. Are you going to get either one of these? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I'm... I'm really picking and choosing with my six inch. I think they look fantastic. I'm worried about how brittle the speeder bike is. Have you guys had any problems with it yet? Nope. No, but mine's just no. mine's just uh, on its stand. I'm never gonna touch it. You know what mine's, I do? Mine's fallen on the floor and gotten run over, and it's doing great. <laughs> you know, speaking of brittle, um, Jabba's mouth is made out of a really like I think it's foam or or his jowl is kind of made of. Not foam, but really uh, rubbery plastic, and I'm worried that it's going to deteriorate over time. Well, we all <laughs> any vintage collector knows that um, you know, foam doesn't hold up in the long term. <laughs> yeah. um, even uh, as much as what 15 years ago, because I have a episode one talking Yoda, and his face is just that latex is just falling right off his face. It's actually incredibly yeah. disturbing now, but yeah, that's yeah, never good wasn't back then. <laughs> Jabba's mouth is made out of the same kind of stuff from that Yoda, from that talking Yoda. Just, yeah, just the bottom oh of his mouth. That so, stuff does not hold up at all. Yeah. I think the thing with that Yoda, though, is is the eyes. I, I don't know about yours. Mine, it's the eyes. They cracked right above the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because those eyes open and shut and everything. Yeah. So, so maybe if, if you don't play with your Jabba yeah. enough, <laughs> There should be a warning on it. Kids, don't play with this Jabba, otherwise it will wreck. Let's move on. Moving along. Walgreens, of all places, has some of the newer 6-inch figures, including their exclusive prototype Boba Fett. Um, he's the, uh, I think, just the regular Boba Fett painted white. Uh, Chris, you're, like, I think one of the first people I know to find this. Um, I actually haven't found it yet. Oh, I Who found, found it? it? Jake, you found it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, found two of them. <laughs> did you the buy them? Did you buy either one of them? I did. I bought them both. Oh, you did? Okay. Okay. Yes, so uh, what do you think? Uh, it's Boba Fett painted white. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I think. Okay. You know. Um, you know what would have been cool? I'm not. I, I'm pretty sure they didn't do this, but uh, it would have been neat if they would have done the uh, the little cape part yes, with the Star Wars bed sheet. That would have been awesome. Oh, I'm sorry, bed I stole your towel. thunder. But, yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah, it was a towel. It's a beach towel. Why have they not done that? You know, they did it on the sideshow. Did they? The exact. Yeah, the, the prototype uh, 12 inch has the, uh, the the Star Wars towel. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Hasbro should have done that. It for sure, for yeah, sure. Exactly. How much are the black in, black series six inch figures at Walgreens? Nineteen ninety nine. That's amazing because usually they mark up their toys quite a bit. Well, and not only that, but it's an exclusive, and we know that you know any experience with you know Target or Toys R Us mm-hmm. or most places with their exclusives, they tack on a premium because you know they're buying you know low quantities because it's an exclusive, so. Um, so yeah, no, I was happy to see him. And I also picked up the, uh, Luke while I was there too, the Jedi Luke. So they've got wave five of the six inch black series at Walgreens, right? That's pretty, that's the only place that these have shown up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So far. I'm a little disappointed because I pre-ordered a case of wave five a long time ago, um, from entertainment earth. And I still have not 
um, received any shipping notice or anything. So I'm wondering why, how Walgreens are getting the fast track on these figures where the other distributors are not. They're, they're shipping with the prototype FETs is what's happening. Yeah. There's three of the three of the newer 12 or 6-inch that are shipping in the same case as the prototype FETs. Mm. And, of course, if people are having problems finding them because it seems like they're hit or miss, um, November 1st is the date that keeps coming up quite a bit when you speak to Walgreens employees or you look online at walgreens.com and all that. So, you know, they might, these might be just really early leaks uh-huh. from the November 1st date because, you know, of course, every store wants to start competing for your business come November. So, you know, we, we might see a big push of these in the future. When I was at Walgreens uh, looking for, I have not, I've been, I've been stopping by Walgreens. Uh, quite frequently now, so I guess this is working out for them. Um, and have you bought anything? I have. I bought uh, they some new Star Wars toothbrushes actually showed up, and I know I noticed them at Walgreens for the first. You know, that was the first place I noticed them. A new company, um, Firefly, is making the toothbrushes. They're really low quality toothbrushes. Uh, they're 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 not well done, especially compared to the gum lightsaber toothbrushes that were out a couple of years ago. Um, but I, I do collect Star Wars toothbrushes, so I did pick them up. But I was kind of underwhelmed with them. They look like just like all their other toothbrushes, just with a different sticker on it. But, but uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, but wasn't the vintage just a retread of something that had gone before? Right. Well, the, but it was a retread of something <laughs> awesome before. <laughs> yeah, the vintage, uh, the Kenner vintage elect- electric toothbrush was a rehash of the six million dollar man electric toothbrush. Um, Walgreens. This leads leads me into the next thing. Walgreens has the twenty inch Jacks uh, Darth Maul. I did notice that there, and a bunch of new Jacks figures have been showing up. They have two lines going a twenty inch and a thirty one inch. I think we've seen twenty inch Boba Fett, Scout Trooper, Darth Vader, Chewbacca, Tie Pilot, Ezra, Kanan. Any others? <laughs> did I get them all? You say Vader? I did say Vader. Did you say Biker Scout? I didn't. Biker Scout. I don't think I did. Scout. Chewbacca. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've been seeing these at various places. Uh, Wal Walmart, Toys R Us, um, Target. I'm kind of out for the 20 inch figures. I'll, I am collecting the 31 inch figures, and they do have the Inquisitor in 31 inch scale, and I will be picking that guy up. Uh, Tom, you gonna get any of these Jacks figures? <laughs> <laughs> Did Tom fall asleep? <laughs> hey, Tommy, wake up! <laughs> wake me up when there's something good to talk about. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, Jake. Oh, to answer your question, yeah. no. Okay. <laughs> Jake, you gonna pick up any of the twenty-inch figures? I picked up the Tie Fighter. Mm-hmm. I thought the Tie Fighter looked. Uh, pretty quality but i did notice that where his gun glues into his hand Mm -hmm. that seems to be like that glue is coming off a little bit because i've tested three or four of them and that gun's pretty wobbly so i would just say you know i think the figure and the sculpt is great i don't know how well they attached the blaster so just be aware of that if you're going out and you're uh looking to pick one up but i think the sculpt on the tie fighter is fantastic so that's kind of what i've um i've been picking and choosing 
because I'm mostly three and three quarters. So I just pick and choose from other lines. And TIE Fighters, who I think I wanted to represent my 20-inch. I got Vader for the 31, and I got a Stormtrooper from Disney's 13-inch. So, yeah, I'm kind of putting together my mismatched scale Imperial Army over here. So, yeah, I I like them. I think the uh, Scout Trooper would be another one I would pick up if I could. But I do so much hate, 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 hate. Like you hate the Ep-3 Vader. I hate the Ep-3 Scout Trooper. They have the picture of the Episode 3 Scout Trooper. Oh, on the back of the package. That's disappointing. Because it's, oh. you know, that's a and pretty different I, I noticed the, the, the photo for Chewbacca was the episode 3 Chewbacca. Yeah, I don't know why they are. Why? Why do the they whole, do that to us? Because, it, because maybe they already paid for those rights because we were supposed to be in episode 3 3D zone Please, around now. I thought we were over that long nightmare of all those <laughs> toys of things that were. But maybe they, I don't know. Maybe that was just fresh on the top of the pile since that was going to be the next push. <laughs> uh, Chris, are you? do you have any interest in these 20-inch figures that are coming out now? Um, not really, but I have to admit that they look really good. Mm. Um, I really like the sculpt on, especially the Rebels figures. I thought Kanan and uh, Ezra look really, really good. Um, the TIE pilot looked really, really good too. So it's pretty tempting, but you know, I've kind of gotten into the whole Disney line you know, with the electronics in them, the, mm-hmm. the 13, 14-inch one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm waiting to see if, if they're going to do versions of those characters, and then I'll pick those up probably. So I'll pass on Jack Specific. But, you know, I did see the uh, Walgreens exclusive Darth Maul, and that looked really good too. Yeah, uh, I agree. You know, so, but it's just not something, you know, that scale I usually pass on. And since I've gotten into the Disney thing now, um, I'll stick with with that scale, and you know I'm pretty sure that they'll do uh, Rebels figures at some point. Uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan, any interest in these 20 inch figures? I've bought the Vader so far, and the Vader is the exact same sculpt as a 31 inch one, just uh-huh. smaller. <laughs> um, I will probably get the Scout Trooper because I thought he looked pretty cool, uh, and Boba Fett eventually, both of those. Um, that's about. I don't want to do all of these. I like I see the Chewbacca at Target often, and I haven't bought any of those uh so it'll it'll be a pick and choose on these yeah i'm uh i think i'm kind of with chris on this that uh because the disney figures there i i I just don't i don't don't know i don't want to collect another scale 20 inches just another scale that i just don't want to collect but uh i think they do look nice but I'll it would the, save you money. The 31-inch scale are more expensive. Yeah, but there's going to be a lot. Room. There's going to be a lot less of them. I, I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Inquisitor I've seen at Toys R Us so far, and uh, doesn't look like he's going anywhere. There's a bunch of them there, but uh, I'll, get, I'll get it. I'll get that one. He could be the Darth Maul in a month after Rebels. It's <laughs> so awesome. I, I will get the uh, the Inquisitor to celebrate my passion and love for Rebels. <laughs> hey, look at this text I just got from our uh, local Sarlacc friend. Yeah, let's let's yeah, see that, Jake. Oh yeah, this yeah. is radio. We uh we can't hear what <laughs> we can't see what you're looking at there, bud. Tom, Mr. Literal. Um, <laughs> reports coming in that Wally's is getting six cases. Local Walmarts are getting six cases of six-inch figures. 
Good chance it's wave five. So there is a place you might want to look in the next few oh. weeks or so. Okay. Disney Store has had two new talking figures since we talked last. They just kind of came out without a whole lot of notice. Chewbacca and Boba Fett. These are about 13 to 15 inches tall, depending on which character you get. The Chewbacca has real, uh, has all the real uh, voicings of Chewbacca from the films. It's pretty great. The Boba Fett does has the uh, special edition, not the special edition, but the uh, I think it was more even uh, later than that. The uh, Tamora Morrison voice for Boba Fett. I would have preferred the original voice before this um, before they redid it with Tamora Morrison, but that's a minor complaint. I think the Boba Fett's pretty nice. Chris, uh, did you pick up both of these or just the Boba Fett? I did pick up both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're really nice. Yeah. And the uh, Boba Fett, you know, the uh, the motion-controlled jetpack is awesome. You know, when you tilt the figure over, the jetpack turns on. Yeah. Um, so I really like that. And it's just a really, really cool-looking figure, you know. And the Chewbacca is really well, to, uh, well, well done, too, especially when you compare it next to Han Solo. Like... Mm-hmm. He seems to be the right scale. He's, you know, tall enough, and it's just really, really well done. And, you know, having the original sound samples on Chewie is really cool, too. Right, especially after the that Vader that we got that had the not original sound samples. It was nice yeah. that they didn't keep going that direction. Yeah, why did they not do that with Vader? I have no idea. Yeah, it's really strange. Ryan, have you picked these up? I picked up the Chewbacca. I have still not gotten to the Disney store to um, to pick up the Boba Fett. I, I went by a couple times before they got into the end, but um, since school started, I have had no time to go shopping. So I haven't gone by for that or the new um, the new smaller figure sets. I haven't looked for any of them yet. Yeah, and the, and the new smaller sets are starting to show up as well, right? Yeah, I've been seeing lots of uh, reports on that. What um what, How tall are those smaller figures? Does anyone know? I heard someone describe oh. them as like the new applause, basically. So, oh, I just... Tom. <laughs> no, it was not Tom. <laughs> uh, went to the Disney store two days ago. I took a bunch of pictures. I should. I'll post them later. But um, of the two sets that are out, the a New Hope and the Jedi one, um, they are probably three inch scale, maybe about two and a half to three inch in scale. Uh. So they're not quite an action figure. Okay. They're not quite an action figure, but they're bigger than like those. Uh, you've been to like the dollar store, and they have those like individual packaged, you know, Disney characters or mm-hmm. superhero characters. They're bigger than those little dollar toys typically are. So they're they're healthier uh, in scale and in size. You know, mm-hmm. they all look they all look pretty good. You got to watch some of the paint jobs, but okay, I plan on picking them up. Yeah, I'm, I've been happy with the Disney Store uh, merchandise so far. Those talking toy, the talking figures especially are great. I think the Boba Fett's probably my favorite one, and I'm not even a huge Boba Fett fan. But don't you think Chewbacca looks a bit animated when compared to the rest? I feel like they Kinda. all capture a pretty realistic, you yeah. know, fairly film real toy version, um, and. The Chewbacca seems a little more anime, a little more Scul- cartoony. Sculpting, than the rest. you know, sculpting all that hair and stuff has to be super challenging, though. 
Well, yeah, I mean, we saw the challenge when Hasbro did it back in the day when they were still doing 12-inch. <laughs> right? they, they failed. They failed a couple of times. You either have a giant fur ball or you have a tall, lanky piece of junk plastic, yeah. Yeah. Also, Disney Store is going to have an event, right? Yes. A big Star Wars event? On the yeah. 11th. October 11th. October 11th and 12th. I think uh, we actually broke that story on Galaxy of Toys' Facebook page. If you're following, We please. broke it? Yeah, because I... We, we broke it from someone else who broke it. No. Okay. <laughs> you were the first to post it. It was oh, then repeated great. all around, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, the flyer says that they're having another in-store event. So this would be kind of the second main Star Wars event that the mm-hmm. Disney stores had since taking over the license. Uh, the first one, of course, was May the 4th this year, <clears throat> where they did give out... Um, May the 4th pin, but then also had, you know, cards and Yavin medals and little paper goods to give out. Um, but this is an in-store event that's going on October 11th and 12th, and it looks like it's happening at three different times each day. So it promises free giveaway and intergalactic activities. So I'll go through all you guys. Who's going to go? I'm going to go. Tom? I'm going. I'm going. Tom? Not going. What am I doing to do there? You can... <laughs> Make fun of the people buying all the crap. I'll just like you normally do. I'll just sleep in. <laughs> okay. I do that best. My daughter's birthday is October twelfth, so she was excited to go on Saturday, the morning of. So she'll probably get a little shopping, little side Disney store shopping spree at the same time. So yeah, we're going. So the hypocrite in me is going to want to buy one of those. Uh, you know, I said I'm kind of getting tired of the cutesy type things. Um, just cause I think they're overdone, but I do want that plush uh, Bantha. Oh, that's not cutesy. It's no. awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hope they restock Bantha. on those. I haven't seen those. You guys, I have you not guys seen saw it. them. Big. I do have to say that Bantha is cool. I I agree with you guys. So you there. should I get up early, it. Tom, and head out, head over there with us. Well, you can get one for me. Yeah, right. The Bantha, <laughs> I saw it. It's, the Bantha is so cute and girly. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, well, that's right up my alley then. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. I want. I wouldn't let you anyway there, Ryan. <laughs> I want one of those Banthas. I want one of those Admiral Akbarfs that were made by Kurt for the Sarlacc. You have to go on trips for those things. Damn it. It's awesome. You know, this is the second in the series. You do know that, right? Yeah, the barf bag was last the year. The barf right? bag's last year, yeah. I want those too. I, I've got mine sitting right here. You've got to know around here to get one of those. You've got to go on the trip. <laughs> What do you? Who do you got to know to go to a Star Wars Rebels screening? That's what I need to know. Apparently, you don't know him, Jake. Uh, I don't, and neither apparently does my email because I've sent emails to. Okay, and speaking of Rebels, the uh, some of some of the uh, vehicles have shown up. Um, Jake, you found the. What did you find? <laughs> I got the uh, Sith in. No, why you say you start saying Sith and you got me thinking Sith. I got the Inquisitor's Tie Advanced Prototype. Tom, are you playing Donkey Kong? Tom, what are you doing? I'm not. That's not me. I'm not doing anything, dudes. Chris, are I, you playing uh, Donkey Kong? Yeah, sorry. That was Donkey Kong. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. No, it sounded like Donkey Kong. I don't think. I what were you rubbing that. on your mic, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> you started talking rebels vehicles, and you got okay. very. Oh, Start over, Jake. I got excited there for a second. Sorry, Jake. Jake, you've actually picked up uh, some of the rebels vehicles. What, yes. Which ones did you find? What did you uh, think? 
Toys R Us is getting them in. They're the first to get them in, which makes sense because they've done the whole Rebels theme in their reshop or their reset. Anyway, I got the, uh, I was going to say Sith Inquisitor. It's the Inquisitor uh, TIE Advanced Prototype, and I got the uh, other one, the ATDP Defense Pod. Okay. And the only one I'm missing is the uh, Phantom, which is the Rebel Shuttle. Okay. Now you had a pretty good uh, review of the uh, ATDP on your website, forlomkiss.com. Yeah. Anyone out there, go to fromforlomkiss.com and check out those reviews. But Jake, just give us the short version of what you thought of the vehicles. The short version is they are very much a part of the cheaper line of vehicles that's become – Hasbro's preference lately. So in the Movie Heroes and the Saga Legends line, they've been doing the scaled down, the less articulated, less moving pieces. Um, I wasn't expecting that for some reason. I didn't feel like I got that vibe when I saw the promo pictures of them from San Diego and whatnot. And so when I got them, I was a little, you know, I I think they're really cool designs, um, but they're not as, you know, they don't have as many parts and stuff as like uh, the chicken walker that we've gotten multiple different times in the past. They are clearly a, um, a inferior design, if you will. Um, I had problems getting some of the figures in, even small, skinny Saga Legends figures. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're definitely on the cheaper side, which I wasn't expecting. So that kind of made me go – that took some of the, you know – wind out of me because i was really looking forward to these i was hoping they were up to that same level so um i like them i'm glad i have them but i just want everyone to know what they're getting they're getting definitely the saga legends movie heroes version the small anakin starfighter type i mean and uh the that tie advanced fighter is a lot smaller than you think it doesn't it photographs bigger than it really is it's pretty tiny it, <laughs> our average tie fighter is way bigger than this thing so so yeah so they're they're um i don't i don't think we'll see more expensive vehicles until episode seven so i'm just kind of i prepared myself for this is what a vehicle is now if it's not an exclusive what about people talking about possibly a large size ghost fi- ghost vehicle coming out you think that's you think if that... if that is does happen, which I think is unlikely, because next year the Ghost would have to compete with a new Millennium Falcon, and I just don't see that happening. But if they decided to spend their money on the Ghost instead, um, I think it would then be an eighty ninety dollar vehicle, and we wouldn't have these cheap vehicle problems that we have with the smaller mm-hmm. class two attack vehicle fighter line, which is around the twenty twenty two dollar range now. So I have better hopes for a more expensive vehicle. What's that, Chris? The the other thing is that the uh, my understanding is that the Phantom docks into the Ghost in the TV show. Yes. Right. So in order yeah. to make that somehow happen, I mean, if Hasbro makes the Ghost, it would have to be really big. Well, they hinted at it coming, but not this year. But I honestly, I how could they not have a new Falcon, especially if you've been following any spoiler images? Coming out of episode seven, I mean, how could we not have my, Emily and Falcon? My prediction, my prediction for the Falcon is that if it's a, if it's one of the main ships in episode seven, I think they're going to do a scaled down, cheaper Falcon that kids can uh, afford. I don't think they're going to release that 
mighty um, giant BMF again. But did they Why just not? did that? Or they're doing that with the 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 I, counterpart to your the X-Wing. The mold is already done. All they have to do is just repack it. I don't Maybe think they're going it, to. Paint it differently and give them a different dish or whatever. I don't yeah. think we're going to see that thing with the Episode 7 line. I think we're going to see a, a much smaller version of it. Um, maybe they'll reuse the old vintage mold, but I think they're even going to go smaller. That's just my prediction. Hmm. Be interesting. I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to for the main line. I don't think they're going to re-release that big Falcon again. Maybe as you know, I know the, it's been out was out a couple years ago. It was like an exclusive for Toys R Us, but I just don't see it. How many times they released it? Three times. I think just twice. No, twice. Yeah. Twice. One, once was a once was everywhere, and then the second time was a Toys R Us only. That's right. It's possible, you know, I would say that maybe Toys R Us would pick it up as another exclusive with an episode seven, maybe with an episode seven paint job. But Toys I think Toys R Us is I, phenomenal for I, repeating their exclusives. Yeah. So that's a good bet. Yeah. But I think for the main line that'll be available at mass retail, I think there's gonna be a smaller Falcon that that uh, is more affordable. Like the Outrider small? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> that is just disturbing. <laughs> That's like the equivalent of those new uh, Lego mini fighters or whatever they call. Yeah. Where the figure doesn't even fit inside. It rides <laughs> on top of it like a, yeah. you know, like a big yeah. wheel. That'll be next. No. But, you know, see we'll see. Everything's such a mystery. I hope, really I, hope have... wrong. I hope you're wrong about that. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> oh, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> Okay. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on were Hot Wheels cars. Um, somebody posted. I one of you guys actually messaged and said that that Hot Wheels have been hitting retail. Yeah, I saw the, the Death Star Death Star set at Toys R Us. Oh, so it was like the playset type thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Fifteen bucks came with an X-wing fighter car. Uh huh. It's called the Death Star something. Are you so, gonna Are you gonna pick it up, Chris? No. No. <laughs> Now, did that, no, but that I'm excited about car. the individual cars, you know. Uh-huh. But you know, but um, but again, I'll have to take a look at them first. But I, you know, I'll try to stay away from anything else besides the three and three quarter inch and the six inch. Jake, you dabble with Hot Wheels cars. You're gonna get these. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't know if I'll get all the play sets. Oh, yeah, no correction. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get the car themed play sets but i will uh-huh. most likely get the if they make play sets for like the actual replica fighters in vehicles does that make sense yeah yeah if they make if they make things that look like the old micro machine sets mm-hmm. yes i will get those but uh but yeah but i'll get the individual cars absolutely i'm excited for those to hit and that's exciting that they're probably going to be hitting soon yeah uh ryan are you going to be collecting the hot wheels vehicles and play sets I'm probably going to pick and choose. Uh, you know, when I see it, you know, I saw them at, uh, at Comic-Con, and some of it looked pretty cool. I can't see myself buying all of these. Uh, I, I It'll probably be more of just, uh, like, the Vader stuff and occasional things here and there. Um, but this is not something I want to go 100% into. Okay. I'm probably with you. I want to maybe pick up some of them. But it'll be hard, you know, there's not, especially at times when there's not a lot of figures out there to buy. Uh, especially not a lot of three and three quarter inch stuff. The Hot Wheels starts to look more appealing to me. <laughs> Hot Wheels, GI Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
Which leads me to the question, when are the new three and three quarter inch figures coming? Okay, I saw a post just today and that we're recording this. Yes. Uh, Mission series have hit Hong Kong stores. So that's usually anywhere between three weeks and a month before we see them stateside. That's kind of – okay, and we've not seen any of the single-packed Rebels figures, right? Not yet. That is really odd. the The cartoon is going to premiere. In, oh, but there, yeah, there, there's going to be. Out. But the meat and potatoes, at least for us, are the three and three quarter inch figures. Well, there's going to be us. no three and three quarter inch figures out there to 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 go along with this big premiere. It's no, really strange. I, I just think it's strange. Is it, Chris, no. what are your thoughts? Do, um, do I you totally th- agree with you, Jason. I totally agree. It's they just totally miscalculated the whole thing. I think you know because they have to have the toys on the floor by the time the TV show is out, you know, they've had a display up for like a month now, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I mean, Target's done their reset. I don't know how long ago and, uh, Toys R Us, what, two, three weeks ago now. Mm -hmm. I mean, they do have rebels product on the shelf, just not the figures. Right. So, and to me, the core of, of star Wars play collecting anything is three and three quarter inch figures. Right. I mean, that's for us, you know, I mean, that's what we're into. So, Um, but the same goes for for the pre-orders. I mean, the pre-orders for the cases they just started like what two weeks ago, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's really late as well, you know. And I really hope they're not going to de- uh, duplicate that for uh, Star Wars Seven, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I don't think they will. But anyways, but I I'm totally with you. I think they kind of dropped the ball on that. Unless you know, come October third, you walk into Target and there's stuff hanging there. I just know? I don't see. I just I I don't think there's going to be anything you know they have the uh target has the uh 12 inch exclusive multi-pack mm-hmm. with the black shadow trooper and mm-hmm. vader and and i think the street date for that is october 3rd mm-hmm. okay so who knows i mean maybe they will put up uh, put up stuff <laughs> jake uh what were you gonna say yeah no i was just i was actually looking through my photos of i took some photos of star wars uh toys r us's recent reset and you know what three and three quarter action figures will be the only thing that is not out because looking at this we have costumes we have masks we have um plush we have backpacks we have um clothing we have 20 inch figures we have command figures. We have a new Operation Rebels theme. We have new board game Rebel theme. I mean, honestly, the only thing. We'll have the vehicles already. So at this point, the only single thing won't, that we won't have is the three and three quarter. Yeah, which to me is the most important thing. <laughs> right. Well, and I, I yeah. think, I think <laughs> that's a, we're a select audience. It's slimmer. It's slimmer. <laughs> Oh, and Legos are out too for yeah. Rebels. Yeah, Lego. Yeah, I you know I that's know. the one thing I gotta tell you guys about. You know, when I was in Germany for for the two months, it was crazy walking into a department store and you walk into the toy department, and I mean the toy department basically had two sections. I mean, it had three sections, right? You walk in and all you see is Lego. I mean, it's just Lego, Lego, Lego everywhere. And then you walk through the Lego section, and the next section you see is Playmobil. Yay! It's Playmobil. It's just, awesome. I mean, huge displays. And then you walk, you know, into the basically the third section, which is like board games and 
you know, all kinds of like other toys. And, and there they were, like Hasbro Star Wars figures. And they're like, you know, there's just one little shelf where I think like five or six figures fit on, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, geez. And, and then we talk about pricing. I mean, Saga Legends figures are priced the same way that the Black Series figures are priced, you know, which is just crazy, you know. Um, you know, when you listen to Hasbro and they talk about the, the Saga Legends figures, the one thing they always talk about is cutting the price point and making them more affordable for people, you know. But, you know, they're definitely just talking about the market in the U.S. because for the international market, I mean, they really don't give a crap, <laughs> you know. I mean, picture this. You, you walk pay. into a store, you pay for a five POA figure, you pay twelve ninety nine. That's euros, right? So you pay like, what, 15 16 bucks for a Saga yeah. Legends figure? Wow. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> you know, different. It's a definitely a different market over there. So I'm saying Lego is huge over there. Lego and Playmobil. Yeah. I wish Playmobil would do Star Wars stuff or any kind of license oh. stuff. Oh, that's what I think. That is, that would be so epic. Those play sets would be so freaking amazing. <laughs> That'd be cool. You know? There would be I, so I many parts. I think the, I think, uh, well, you know, Disney, you know, Disney will give the license to, I mean, they're not as nearly as selective as when Lucasfilm was running everything because now we've got Mattel, Jax, um, you know, I'm not, uh, who knows, who knows, maybe Playmates will get into some Star Wars stuff I'm soon not, too. I'm not sure if Playmobil would bite on that because it's just easier to do everyday mm-hmm. situations like city town yeah country you know it's easier to build a, a little farmhouse than to you know buy the license to build a death star i, I so. bet i bet 15 years or or 20 years ago people said the same thing about lego <laughs> that's true it's true the lego stuff so nice. i guess we'll see if if playmobil does decide to do something like that it would be uh they would just <laughs> take it to another take it to another level would you, would you be able to resist i don't know that would be tough that that is one uh that is one line that i loved when i was a kid so oh, that, that would a, be yeah I, I saw the uh the rescue the playmobile rescue sets at toys r us last week mm-hmm. i've never yeah. collected any playmobile stuff i've never had any but i almost wanted to buy one of the sets because it just looked so great uh, Playmobil and Lego have been a staple for German, uh, European kids mm. for the last 40 years. Yeah. It's amazing stuff. Oh, yeah, we played with them as a kid. Absolutely. See, and that's the thing, right? We talk about Hasbro bringing out the ghost and, you know, they're probably not going to do it because it's going to be too big. And then at the same time, they're going to have the Falcon out on the shelves, which I totally agree with you, Jake. I mean, that totally makes sense, the whole reasoning about them pushing the Falcon and, you know, not doing the ghost for that reason. But, you know, you look at Lego and you go in the store and you see one Lego construction set after another, which is over $100. You know, you have you have the Ewok Village over 200 You have the Death Star over 400 You have, I don't know, you know, the, the AT-AT that just came out. It's like 110 The Death Star, the Star Destroyer is like $130, you know. And you have all these Lego sets and expensive stuff and... and Geez, I mean, Hasbro, you know? Yeah, but the important thing is that these Lego sets sell like crazy. Yeah. So there's but, no reason why Hasbro wouldn't be able really, to take like, a chance on a few things. The uh, the big Millennium Falcon, you know? I mean, when it came, and the 
and the edit back during the shadow of the uh, the dark side. I mean, some of them went on clearance, but for the most part, I think they sold pretty well, mm-hmm. and and they cost like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I didn't see too many sit around. And I mean, look at the the secondary market. I mean, stuff just is expensive still. It's not like you know, it, I don't know. Like, there's still demand, I think, for stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the only edge that Lego has is that they're using already molded material. Right. Like, you know, right. those Lego bricks have been made True. for years, whereas Hasbro has to go in and design a whole new mold, whereas here they just change the color and hit print. And so uh, good I think point. that is one I- difference that they might I I agree with you on that but the thing is sometimes you know you just wonder about you know how they how they pick the characters that they release I mean where is the uh, Stormtrooper 5 pack with I don't know like one new figure in the mix or something you know like a troop builder a real troop builder set or something that people have been asking for that for years like where is the uh, the cantina chairs for the 6 inch figures that are sitting at Toys R Us now with the cardboard 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 insert you know yeah. Um, why why can't they not just go ahead and just at least create a table, you know, so people can belong? I mean, this is a line that's aimed at collectors, you know what I mean? So, you know, do something extra, you know, just these constant repeats and constant repaints. I don't know. It's kind of sad because, you know, you look at Lego, I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool to have. Yeah, they're doing those ships, you know. And uh, whatever the you know whatever the reasoning is the the business reasoning sure probably makes sense from Hasbro's point of view but for me as a fan you know I don't know I mean I can see people spending starting to spend money on on Lego stuff you know and then having less money to spend on Hasbro stuff you know well Lego I think eclipsed didn't they wasn't that the report that came out earlier this year that Lego with all their different properties eclipsed. Uh... Uh, what is it? Mattel. Hasbro or Mattel for the number two spot, I think. Yeah. I know when I think of this summer of the figures and Star Wars toys I've purchased, if you put uh, Disney Store, Jacks, and uh, Legos, I've probably spent more money with those companies than Hasbro on Star Wars stuff. I'd agree with that. There's yeah. a whole so, bunch, a whole lot from Hasbro this summer. And Hasbro's my Hasbro's, you know, still my favorite toy company. I just want them to get back in the game. <laughs> yeah, they got well, they, to they step up at some point. You know, the only game that they seem to be involved in right now that they are really taking to heart is Transformers, and that movie was a dud. But they have a huge line out. But you can't find GI Joe right now. That's no. one of that's an old Hasbro staple. And if they can't even run that, and there's no – the difference even with G.I. Joe than with Star Wars is that there's no licensing fee for that. They have to pay to use Star Wars, whereas G.I. Joe is their property. You think right. they would be printing those because every time you did, that was a dollar you know, mm-hmm. that mm. you're printing. So it's interesting. They're, Hasbro maybe as a corporation's in flux. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe they're holding back so much because they have everything focused on Episode Seven. And they just don't have a lot of, um, they're just not, they just don't have or don't feel the need to develop any kind of strategy for this year. But that's the thing, right? I mean, that's what we've been saying for, I don't know, like two or three years now, mm-hmm. right? Ever since, what, 2010, when the Vintage Collection debuted it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they, 
the vintage collection came out and everything was fine until the holidays were over, right? Yeah. And nothing new came out for a long time. And I mean, we've been waiting for like four years now. And, you know, there's all kinds of excuses. Movies got canceled. <laughs> yeah. Disney buys Lucasfilm, <laughs> you know? And there's just one thing uh. after another. But, you know, like, I'm done with that. You know, like, I thought 2014 is going to be a breakout year for them. Yeah. And I thought that's the time when they're going to come back. And, I mean, you know, you listen to Daryl DePriest, you know, and, you know, all these fan sites, you know, they're always asking, what about distribution? And, you know, and he was constantly saying, well, we, we want to go back to a four to six week release schedule. You know, we're trying to get back to that again. And, well, then they get burned with like the Phantom Menace 3D release. Right. But they overestimate demand. Well, how did that happen? You know? <laughs> No, serious. They like, thought how, people how were going to... that happen? Yeah. You know? Right. And, I mean, the Phantom Menace figures from the Vintage Collection, my local Fred Meyer still has them. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I really hope that after this holiday season, and I'm really hopeful for that, that they're going to go back to this four to six week release. Mm -hmm. um, because they already said that, you know, the Imperial Troop Transporter is going to come out in January. So I'm, I'm hoping like maybe, you know, late December, early January or something. But just something. So, you know, you go back out and you go hunting for stuff again, you know. Right. Yeah, that is it's almost like they're working out of fear right now. They're, they're, they keep they keep giving the line, you know, we um, ki kids are into this and kids are into that and kids want to play value. And it's like they're they're. They're working out of fear by not really committing to anything because they're trying to search for the next. Is it going to be fighter pods? Is it going to be command? Is it going to be angry birds? You know, and I don't think since they have kind of diluted their three and three quarter focus, I think the overall license has not been as strong as it was 10 years ago or even when it, you know, early power of the force two line. Yeah. So it's, you know. <laughs> They need it's to get funny. it together, though, especially with Episode Seven, especially because they they have so much more competition now. They have yeah, it's they like have Mattel. Week there's another Disney list. store, Jacks. Who else is making Star Wars? Ever you know? Who else is getting into the game? All those Japanese toy makers, right? You know? Right. You know. So it's time for them to. Oh, we didn't talk about that new Voltec, Rovoltec. I mean, Vader. Spit it oh, out. I pre-ordered that. Tell us about it. Ryan, go for it. <laughs> it just looks incredibly articulated. It's got a full articulated cape, like hinges on the cape. It looks really interesting. Um, it just it looks really cool. I uh, there was a there's been a couple six inch Vaders pop up from Japan, and I pre-ordered a couple of them. I didn't pre-order the Samurai one because I couldn't find that one available yet. But uh, yeah, I, I, the, if you haven't checked out the Revolt Tech, I suggest everybody look it up and uh, and check it out. Have a comment or question about the show? Email us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Galaxy of Toys. And find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys. Remember, you can listen to older episodes from our Podbean page at galaxyoftoys.podbean.com or search for us on iTunes or Stitcher Smart Radio. Anything else, Chris, that you wanted to mention before we wrap it up? Um, anything else? Yes, I do. One thing real quick. Um, I did pick up the 6-inch Vader from Wave 5. Oh, okay. Um, which is awesome. 
like it's totally cool. I mean, there's a couple of things about it that they uh, could have done better, but overall, I mean, you guys definitely got to pick that one up. It's just, it's so worth it. Twenty bucks, wow. Cool. I've got it pre-ordered from Entertainment Earth. Beautiful, beautiful figure. <laughs> but if I, I'm afraid if I see it at Walgreens, I won't re- be able to resist just paying. Well, that's that's what happened to me. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I got my case on pre-order as well, uh-huh. you know. But I was like, oh, okay, well, I could always use another Vader for, I don't know, a Luke dueling, dueling scene, or because this one you can re- actually take the helmet off, mm-hmm. and it's a three-part helmet, so you got the dome, the face mask, and the collar piece. And uh, so, I mean, you could have like an Empire scene or, you know, a Jedi scene display. Anyways. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Tom, anything else you want to mention? Well, uh, Chris B. got back from uh, Germany, and I am going next week for Jedi Con and uh, also a couple of weeks. I'm going to head south to Bavaria. Wow. Yeah, so that'll be good. Looking forward to that. Is that next week? Need some vacation time. Yeah, uh, Wednesday. You've. Speaking oh. of Jedi Con, you've you've got those uh, really nice exclusive um, prints of the uh, figure packs. Yeah, uh, I did like a little German version. Are of you gonna the, uh, Are you gonna be handing those out at Jedi Con? Yeah, I mm. gave about twenty away at a little. We had a little contest the other day at on igrowupstarwars.com, mm-hmm. and I will be giving the rest of those away. I think those were limited to a hundred, so I gave twenty away here, and I'll give the rest away to. Uh, to some friends, uh, German collectors, and everyone else at JediCon who, who <laughs> I feel like giving away up to. So they're really fun. They're really cool. So anyone who gets a set, you consider yourself pretty lucky because they're really nice. Yeah, they'll, I'm going to be doing a uh, an American version for probably Ooh, celebration. So awesome. they're awesome. They are awesome. awesome. Hopefully, extend the uh, extend the collection to do the all 21 because of, I'm just lazy and and uh, have I've been playing with the uh, the first 12 the uh-huh. first 12 figures that I've gotten uh, since there's those are already quote unquote in the can I can kind of use those anytime I want so mm-hmm. um maybe maybe I can use Chris's uh, backdrop or something and we can do some new poses with some other figures Oh I'll pose for you baby Oh nice okay <laughs> Uh, well, that'll uh, that that's going to be fun. So uh, keep an eye out for that. And uh, there you go, Tom. I'll give you my shopping list of all my German um, exclusives. You can keep your shopping list there, Jakey. I'm not. I'm. You know what I'm bringing back? Nothing. Beer Some gut, cho- chocolate, uh, and yeah, and a big beer gut. Lots of yeah. vintage figures you're gonna bring back, dude. I don't know. It's uh, that's what a lot of the German collectors are uh, talking about. I'm talking to Klaus. One of my German friends, and he, uh, we're going to hang out at uh, JediCon, so we're going to see how that goes. Um, vintage, I think, is pretty high on the list, so hopefully this is we'll. the most uh, optimistic I've heard you in a long time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually going somewhere and uh, looking forward to some shopping for sure, Star Wars related. So we'll see what happens. Uh, next time we get together, hopefully I'll have some news for you guys. And pictures, dude. Pictures. Oh, yeah, many pictures will be taken for sure. Uh, Ryan, was there anything else you wanted to talk about on the show before we start to wrap, before we wrap it up? Tom, we've got to talk about the Wax Museum, man. Uh, <laughs> i got to go to bed, man. It's, uh, <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll do it quick. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. We were in uh, Newport, Oregon, and they have uh, the Waxworks Museum there. Oh, right? yeah. Please believe it or not. And, um, like, we were, we were trying to decide if we wanted to go in this place or not. So we walked there was up. no question for me. I wanted to okay. go in. I don't... Well, 
you know, I had been he been to this place probably 25 years ago, a vacation there with my parents, and I remembered there being a Dagobah scene in there. So I walked up and I said, do you guys still have Star Wars characters in there? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So it was like, we all plunked down. It was our $13, $12, whatever it was. And go in there, and we're immediately, there's a Star Trek thing with like a, a, a um, transporter pad with Spock standing there. With Spock's hair did not look but like a, it. But a horrible, <laughs> horrible Spock. And we get All in there of these characters <laughs> looked like total t- dog turds, but man, they were so, it was so funny. Everything's poorly lit. I mean, we got to the Lord of the Rings display, and Legolas is turned away from you, so you can't see how bad he looks. <laughs> they weren't even trying at that. And, and so we get to the Star Wars section, and there's a Yoda, and it's like the Episode One Pepsi Yoda display, uh, not an actual wax figure, uh, next to Dagobah, and then you go into this really weird-looking X-Wing back end to be faced with what looks like a Ruby's Darth Maul costume. And uh, then there was just this poorly lit, again, like Darth Vader with everything wrong on him, some Ewoks, a Tusken Raider, a Jawa, an R2 that really did look like a trash can. And, they built an uh, ATST for that display, too. That was pretty ATS pretty ambitious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it was just such a cheesy, bad wax museum. Oh, yeah. That, it was awesome. I mean, all of us but one person in our party had, had, had a blast going through there. Yeah, it was uh, it was one of those venues where, uh, you know, you're out and about uh, camping and on vacation, and they, uh, a barker says, come on on here for $15 and have the time of your life. And, uh, you know, at the end, they uh, they sift you through the gift shop and hopefully get your ass out, out the door before you realize what actually happened. Because it was bad, but it was so good. Yeah, <laughs> we were laughing the whole way through it. The only cool part, I, I think we most of us agreed on this, was the D.B. Cooper display, which if I don't know how many people actually remember who D.B. Cooper is, because apparently there's people out there who don't, but uh, he hijacked an airplane out of Seattle and then parachuted out of the uh, an actual airliner uh, somewhere over the Columbia. Well, they had yeah. a display where this guy was, the, the wax figures hanging from the parachute in the trees, and it's actually reflected in a mirror. So when you walk past it, you see the same scene, but now the parachute's there, but the guy's gone. You know, D.B. Cooper. Yeah, I think you kind of walk behind, you walk past a tree and there's the parachute just sitting yeah. there. Then it's a, it's a cool gimmick. Yeah, it was really, really neat. Among Bigfoot and all kinds of other <laughs> cool stuff. Yeah, it was, it was, it was great. If you like, if you, sh- if you like schmaltzy, campy, ridiculous, uh, crummy junk, it's a, it's perfect. Right up my alley. <laughs> Jake, uh, anything you wanted to? Any other thing you want to mention on the show before we wrap it up? I think, yeah, I think the only thing that uh, I think Ryan already picked them up at San Diego Comic Con, but I think the itty bitties, oh, again, yeah. not we, your, not your cute. Uh, do they have line Loba? of choice? Do they yeah, have Loba? Not yet, but uh, yeah, those have started hitting Hallmark um, <laughs> stores. So there's one excuse if you have to go to the mall. Stop by and check out. But yeah, I think other than that, there's okay. uh, been quite a bit. All right. That will wrap up episode 32. Want to thank my co hosts, as usual, for uh, sitting in tonight from IGrowUpStarWars.com, the OT curmudgeon Tom. I saw that there were snowballs, hostess snowballs in the store today. Could the uh, is the blackberry pie any closer to the, actually seeing exactly. the light of day? Hopefully, it, maybe it's maybe they're get, maybe they'll be there soon. We can only hope, friends. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for having me again. 
And yep. uh, we will see you next time. All right. And returning after a long hiatus, uh, Chris B. from JediBusiness.com. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Always fun talking Star Wars stuff. And from Collecting Cosmos Collectibles podcast, <laughs> <laughs> from Bend Up Supply Series, Vintage to Modern, Rebels to whatever else. He collects them all. Our good friend Ryan. Good to be back talking with you guys. I've, I've missed doing the, the conversation here. I know we've met a few times in person, but it, it's kind of good to get back to this. So uh, yeah. thanks a lot. I really enjoyed it. And from from Forlomkis, from, <laughs> I can't ever say it, from forlomtozuckis.com, also forlomkis.com, Jake. You know what's also out is uh, I blasphemy to Tom, I already know, but I like the new design on the Count Chocula boxes this year. Oh. I haven't seen those. Okay, they have uh, they use new comic book artists this year. Like I, uh, I, uh, I, yeah. I just recently threw away uh, ten boxes from last year, so I'm totally done with that now. That is totally out of my system. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, they do. Here's something though. They have the new designs, but Target has exclusive boxes like they had last year for the yep. for the monsters. So this done. year, this year they have masks on the back of the packaging. So done. Like little oh. cutout masks of uh, Frankenberry and. Kentucky. Okay, maybe just one box each. You gotta get the masks. <laughs> hey, maybe episode seven we can finally see the return to C three POs. That would be epic. Yes, that would. Wouldn't be. be so bad if they kept the uh, the original recipe of the of the cereals because now they're all the same crappy. Yeah. I yeah, they're the, all these these. Uh, 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 gimmicky uh, cereals—they all have the same same makeup. Yeah, the ta- the the boxes might look the same, but the cereals <laughs> definitely not the same inside. No, no. All time <laughs> favorite cereal. Judge me if you want, but was strawberry shortcake. My sister would pick that out. <laughs> don't don't I worry, have... Jake. You are now officially judged. <laughs> I have eaten my body weight, my current body weight in strawberry shortcake cereal, and it was amazing. And I would – that's one of my time sheet, time machine <laughs> destinations. Tom, 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 something here. you got to Photoshop something on this, okay? <laughs> oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> it's all so right. good. With that, we will say good night, but not goodbye. It's a very delicious kind of day. Mmm, strawberry shortcake's fixing breakfast. Smells good. It's my new strawberry shortcake cereal. It's berry pink. Strawberry pink. With a crispy strawberry taste. Even smells like strawberry. My berry favorite. Most important. I know. It's a very tasty part of this good, nutritious breakfast. You're pretty bright. So are you. (laughs) (laughs) New strawberry shortcake cereal. It's very delicious.